Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to your monthly Patreon bonus episode. Or the public release if you're listening later. Well, it's still our Patreon episode. You just get to listen to it because we love you. Um, for this month, January 2021, we are going to be January 2020 New Game Plus. No, don't say that. We are going to be playing Pyrewaltz. Love is coming again by Soup. Uh, this game can be found in the Ultimate Micro RPG book, uh, edited by James D'Amato, full of a whole bunch of different cool micro RPGs. Um, but Pyrewaltz is for two players, and it's a game about mech rivalry, combat, and romance, which is up our alley. Yeah, this is kind of... I've been watching a lot of Gundam lately, which means that this game is very exciting for me to play because, boy, howdy, are those fights romantic? You know, except except that time when a dozel zombie has big Zam. That's not that romantic. <laughs> very specific reference, which I do not understand because I've never oh, watched hey, big Gundam. Zam. But I have definitely listened to a lot of re- actual play podcasts, which involve large robots. I love you, Austin Walker. Um, so Pyrewaltz is a game that emulates the hot-blooded, messy rivalries found in mecha anime. You start as giant armor-clad robots and trade blows until only one of you is left standing, all the while thinking how, in another life, you could have been friends. You are here because your spirit burns. Your blood runs hot enough to scald your veins and drip into the earth, deep enough to reach heaven. Your armor of steel and conviction is too brittle to hold your spirit, and only your fragile body of flesh can find absolution in victory. You see another like you. You recognize their steps and begin to dance. Um, anime Janai. Anime Janai. Anime Janai. That's a Gundam Double Zeta theme song. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. Uh, <laughs> we'll just, well, you forget our normal theme music. I'll just, we'll just steal I'll some just take music. That, from I'll Gundam. remix it. <laughs> no, you singing it. That's what we're going to have. Um, so Pyrewaltz has a really cool setup system where it's sort of mad libby almost a little um, bit yeah except like you're answering questions about like the last dream you remember and what flower represents you um and then you fill in blanks on the character sheet which names your mech and your finishing move i almost feel like we shouldn't give away our finishing move till they happen in game i agree i was going to suggest exactly that so I am piloting Coral Equity. Oh, do you have a name for the pilot of Coral Equity? Oh, goodness. Because that's not a thing that the game asks you to come up with. So you don't have to have one. I know, but I like it. Um, yes, the name of my pilot is Under 10,000 Trees Can Equity Ring 
freely. Um, they are That's from a they are okay. from a civilization. With, you know, this is the far flung future, um, and so names are poetry in my particular wherever I come from. Hmm. What is my character name? I think in combat, no one specifically has a name in my faction. Oh, wow. Hmm. So. I think I'm known as. Legion Trooper two, sorry, Legion Trooper two, nine, six, two. Interesting. And as far as anyone can tell, I appear to be a mechanical being, not a person. Hmm. Or that gets into a personhood question I don't want to explore. Not a biological life form. Sure. So um, one thing that we have three things, actually, that we have to answer before the game starts. Um, we can probably go back and forth with the questions. Um, so the first question is, what does your faction seek to burn? Uh, to which I answer, your false holy site. Oh, um, my answer to that was the injustice of economic systems of oppression. Who was the kindler of your spirit's flame and why? Uh, to which I answered, my father and my father before him, who have long known battle. Um, I answered. The people who killed my older brother. Hmm. What threatens to extinguish your fire? To which I answered, empathy. I answered, the destruction wrought by my revenge. This game's cool. <laughs> this game's cool as fuck! Are you kidding? <laughs> okay, so gameplay's pretty simple. We both start in our mechs. Mechs are represented by eight-sided dice. Um, by default, we, we keep track of our stats, which is, we only have two stats, essentially a success zone and a failure zone, uh, which are marked by two paper clips that we keep on our little character sheets. Um, they will move back and forth. But when we start this game, our success zone is only eight and our failure zone is only one. Um, everything between is the hesitation zone. Both players start as mechs. You are dance partners. And you have a history. Uh, roll your mech die until one player rolls a higher number. That player describes where the first encounter takes place. Every round after, roll your dice and resolve. I think this is OK, let's roll. Seven. One. <laughs> Get my bad rolls out of the way. Um, this battle takes place like two systems away from 
your civilization's holy site. Um, which is the closest we've ever come. Okay. Um, okay. So now we roll our dice and resolve. As we are both in mechs, we are rolling eight-sided dice. Um, we only need to note if we get success, failure, or hesitation. I hesitate. Success. Wow. Success versus hesitation. The player who rolled success advances success by one and answers the prompt below. You gain the upper hand. How? I think so. Um, this is our first time meeting in combat. We're engaged in a larger space battle between our two factions. And I think, um, oh, I never told people what my mech's name was. Oh, shoot. What's your mech's name? My mech's name is Somber Peace. It's beautiful. I think um, Somber Peace is streaking from battle to battle with a, you know, mecha-like, you know, mecha-anime trail <laughs> of light following to show their motion because otherwise you wouldn't be able to perceive them after winning a number of skirmishes. LT, I'm calling Legion Trooper 2962 LT. LT looks at her screen and says, and, and sees an area where their faction, her faction hasn't made any advancements, which is unusual considering they've managed to advance on most fronts. and zips over and finds you fending off like five different mechs in just by yourself and he shoots a command back off this one's mine and I pull out my laser sword and I hold it up in a salute and the mech bows and I take a position with my laser sword in one hand and a shield in the other we engage in combat and it's like the bouncy kind of combat where you just constantly are bouncing off of each other and we get mm -hmm. like one frame of still and one frame and then a bunch of motion frames in the middle and then after like um, you know, after after maybe like 30 seconds of this in the anime we're watching i get Weep, 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 on my screen. And there's damage to your mech that came from fending off an entire squad of other mechs. And it cuts to the it, it cuts to my helmet. And you see, like, I don't think yet, uh, like the helmet, the lighting changes. And it goes from like very dramatic side lighting. To like being underlit and I press that advantage attacking your weak point and driving you back causing you to leave the battle because you just can't seem to make any headway with your damaged mech I don't emote in any way but 
I take a moment and say out loud in a robot voice, they learn at full strength. And that's where the scene ends. Yes. Roll again. Hesitation. Same. So we both advance our success and failure zones by one. Oh, because it's a tie. Mm-hmm. So I think we encounter each other a second time in a different battle after fighting your faction off and wholly driving them out of the nearest three systems in what was effectively a route. Uh, specifically because I think Somber Peace is a brand new state-of-the-art mech that nobody was expecting. Hmm. And it changed the tide of battle that much. Um, so you've been driven out in what is effectively a route, and we've kind of got you cornered back at the edge of your space. Uh, you, you advance on me again, and you perform the same bow, um, to which Coral Equity um, presses their hands together and um, like essentially kneels, although it's in space, um, mm -hmm. at which point I flip around and I escape back into the controlled space by faction controls rather than fight you. I like put away my sword and pull out my like pull out my gun and just fire pot shots that aren't intended to hit like. <laughs> someday soon. All right. Uh, hesitation. Failure. The player who rolled failure advances their failure by one. The player who rolled hesitation answers this prompt. Your dance partner makes a mistake. Describe how. Um, we come together again. Um, <laughs> this, this time, um, you've driven us back a system, which is frustrating um, because I think Travel between systems is, is really hard. It's almost like Mass Effect-y where there's like lanes of travel. Mm -hmm. And so to have been routed back when we had conquered one, I have cut through like not a battalion, like a squad mm -hmm. of mechs and um, come across you. I, I stop for a moment. Um, Because I've been examining your mech and, and like I've been f we've I've fed data, mm -hmm. what I what data I can get from your fleet and I deploy a virus, which like reboots your system. It's not nearly as effective as as I had hoped um, your countermeasures kick in, but it's just enough time for me to get an attack off unguarded. I think it's not unguarded. OK. But instead, like. You get you get the attack off my systems reboot. And my laser sword comes out. A fraction of a second too early, so I draw my sword and miss the parry. Mm. And take uh a hit to the side. Yeah, so Coral Equity carries like a laser glaive, like it's on a big staff, mm -hmm. um, which is like traditional within our culture. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I get a good whack into you. Um, at which point, oh, we can just continue this dance. Yeah. Hesitation. Success. <laughs> okay. Um, you advance success by one. Mm-hmm. And describe how you gain the upper hand. So, God, this game is really neat. I love this. <laughs> um, okay, so what happens here is um, as I take that damage to my side, I smirk in a way that only a rope, in the way that only a mech can, where you could tell the mech has this moment of arrogance. The pilot is like, I know what I'm doing here. And I grab because you've struck me in the side. You haven't had a chance to pull the glaive out yet. Mm -hmm. I grab the glaive with my other hand. And pull. So like I kind of take the take the hand to the side and yank. And I don't think the glaive leaves your hands, but you're brought. Off balance because we're in space. And you take a rocket boosted knee to the sternum with. So somber piece has special like. Hand to hand combat initiatives built into it. OK. And one of those is spiked knee plates. Oh, so, man. So the knee to the sternum. hits you and like tears through the center of your mech. And I push you off. And pull out two laser hatchets ready to go for our next round in this fight. That's so cool. OK, so I'm in my mech. That means I. OK, so my success and failure zones have disappeared. Or, sorry, my hesitation zone has disappeared, which means I'm in tension. Uh, so since I'm in my mech, I'm asked to recount the last time I reached my breaking point. The last time that I came close to my breaking point was 10 years ago when I was still a child. And I watched political rivals within my faction take over the faction after assassinating my brother. And effectively eliminating the faction that we represented. I had to go into hiding and change my name and everything like that. And I joined up with the military as a way to hide from them. This new name can only get you so far and everything like that. But if you become a if you become a Legion trooper, you're just a number. So that breaking point that totally reformed the way that I viewed myself was those 10 years ago when I was still small and had to mold myself into a weapon for my revenge. Jeez. Yeah. 
and I think I flash back to the exact moment where, hidden under a bed, I heard the shouting, the arguments, and shoving and things like that. And then my brother says forcefully, we must settle this before the national diet. And then a gunshot. And that's where we flash back to me in my mech. Axes out, ready to like. Actually, I, th I think like. Yeah, axes out, ready to go. Like. I must be an instrument of revenge. And to do that, I must succeed. Okay. Mm hmm. Success. Failure. Um, the player who rolled failure advances failure by one. The player who rolled success advances success by one. And answers the following prompt. You take advantage of what you know about your dance partner to push them where you want them. Describe what happens. Choose whether to gloat, preach or grunt. Your dance partner may respond with a quip, then move on. So you, you break your, you, you um, take out these hand axes, energy hand axes, mm -hmm. and you try to come in close. But my... Yeah, because I, I, I think I know that my mech is better equipped for close combat. Mm-hmm. Um, but Coral Equity is equipped with like anti-boarding measures which disperses this cloud of like ultra fine metal mm -hmm. and then creates an electric field so you you come in really close and i jam that system um which like sh you you become close enough that you're trapped within the cloud and shocked mm -hmm. and then i like run across your torso with with like a half hefted glaive um and then i kick you away the fun thing of i i yeah you get to choose gloat preach or grunt first yeah i think as i kick you away i just ugh, grunt okay i think that the anti-boarding measure mm -hmm. is specifically single use Yes. Would you like to respond with a question? Yes. So I got that out of the way. What other tricks do you have? Success. Success. Um, so. I advance both my zones. I don't know that you have anything to do here. No, I don't think I can't. Can I don't think I can do anything because it's just a tie and we right. both advance our success and failure zones by one. Those cancel out for me. I think so. I rolled a four. Where both of my paper clips are. Oh, also I rolled I'm in tension. Five where both of my paper clips are. 
I think that's just another tie. But also, since your intention, you right. do need to describe the last time you reached your breaking point. Um, the last time I reached my breaking point. Um, I was early on in this campaign. Um, and I was fighting with my father as my commanding officer. Uh, he was safe aboard one of our ships. And my father sent me um, on a peacekeeping mission. Um, this is on a planet we were occupying. Um, and I was meant to like offer help. Um, and of course, the help was summarily rejected. I couldn't understand that. I understand war. But they had lost. We had won. At this point, they were now citizens of our empire, as far as I was concerned. And yet they rejected every hand I reached out. So I destroyed every bridge into their village and left. Success. Also success. Nothing happens. Uh -huh. Success. It's a failure. Okay, so I advance success by one. You advance failure by one. Mm -hmm. I take advantage of what I know about my dance partner to push them where I want them. Describe what happens. Um, I think you've still got me at range. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I've backed you off enough that after my anti-personnel measures, um, like I've kept you at range using my glaive, like you've been shooting at me and I've been like uh, parrying and reposting effectively. Um, and then at one point, like we zip apart for a moment. And rather than come together again, I just uh, like arm my Gauss cannon and fire, um, which like tears a hole somewhere in your chassis. I think it takes off my mech's left arm. Okay. Yeah. That was a success oh. versus a failure, so you get right. to gloat creature grunt. You should give up now. I, I literally open comms, I think, as part of like our examinations of your systems mm -hmm. um, and like the virus we developed and stuff. Uh, I know how to open a comm to you or at least hail you. Um, so I, I hail you and deliver a message. I 
think actually you don't even need to virus it. I think it's mech pilot tradition oh, to okay. keep your comms open. You're an admirable fighter. We don't have to finish this. You could join us. We're going to win this war. You might as well be on the winning side. You say you're going to win. But this fight isn't over. Mm -hmm. Success. Success. Damn. Failure. Success. Okay, so um, my mech missing its arm. Draws, I draw my sword. And we engage in a very staccato entanglement of just back and forth. Strikes, parries, reposts, parry, a dodge. And then I, following your systems, Knowing, watching the movement, observing the motion. Most of my attacks aren't intended to hit. I'm looking for an opening and the opening comes after. A few moments of. Back and forth staccato hits, chop, 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 playing this tense rhythm of battle and. You slightly overextend on your lunge because one of those things that happens with that glaive is if you need to make a distant strike, you have to overextend slightly. And I think that is the point where I drop my sword and grab the shaft of the glaive again. I bring you in close. And then instead of a knee strike, a grapple comes off of my shoulder and holds you in position while I reach up and rip one of your arms off. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. And what was that about winning the battle? I said nothing about winning the battle. We're winning the war. So success versus hesitation. I have you in close quarters. I've disarmed you. Get it? Get it? I'm not going to acknowledge this. Um, and at this point, my sword is off somewhere else. I've dropped that a long time ago and I grab the axe on my hip again. Since we're in close quarters. And I like crunch the axe into the stump, trying to sever more systems of where your arm used to be, open up more weaknesses. And you just hear a primal screaming coming across the uh, channel of like, ah, chop, 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 chop. <laughs> and then I push you away. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Failure. Failure. <laughs> Failure. 
success. Uh, I think at this point. How close are you to any side of your track? I'm at a five. OK, I'm at a three. Um, I think at this point, I'm. It's fairly clear that the direction of the fight is turning towards me. So what I do is um, I circle behind. So I turn on like jets. And rather than attack you from the front, like my mech basically streaks away. Comes back in from behind. And takes a shot at the back of your mech so you can't turn around, basically trying to prevent you from turning around in time. And I don't hit a vital system. But I think I hit like one of the rocket boosters to slow your mech down a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, like leaking fuel. Mm hmm. I fight for a just cause. And without justice in this world. There is nothing. You fight for fervor. Your people don't know the meaning of passion. That's me preaching. Your passion is based on falsehoods and lies you've been told since childhood. Ready for another roll? Yeah. <laughs> Success. Failure. I think with your mobility decreased, I am able to like really punch through and I just go into full on brawl mode. So where you severed my arm was basically like at the elbow mm -hmm. and in full blown brawl mode, I'm like throwing fists and knees. And like you're even every once in a while taking a weird shot from the stump that causes sparking and it's like just bah, 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 bah. that's a really bad descriptor it's like it's like when you get it, it, it's like when you've got someone down on the mat in MMA and you're just like laying in strikes but we're in space so it's all like and as it's happening you know nothing of what happened to me. You didn't watch your brother die at the hands of his friends. And now you get to die at mine. Nothing will stop my revenge. Not even galactic war. That is my passion. That is my passion, Coral Equity. That is my drive. And nothing you can say will get in my way. And whose side do those people who killed your brother fight on now? Whose home do you defend? Those who betrayed you? Roll again. Oh my god, success. Oh my god, success. Okay. Success. 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 Hesitation. Okay. 
advance my success zone by one. Um, I rolled eight, seven, seven. <laughs> I rolled six, six, two. Oh my god. Oh, that could have gone bad. Um, so I gained the upper hand. I as 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 we're brawling. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, I'm much slower than you, mm -hmm. but you're also much more interested in grappling. It's like as we're grappling and fighting and stuff, I push our course. Toward. A nearby like satellite, like a moon. And slowly and slowly, we're getting closer. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm compensating for that gravity field. Whereas you're like you're facing the wrong direction to notice the like velocity that we're approaching it with. Mm -hmm. And so it's thrown you off balance a little. OK, I like that. OK. <laughs> Failure. Success. So I think you have no failure zones remaining. Correct. Right? OK. So after this, you will have to phase shift. Yes. Re but first we resolve this roll. Yes. So uh, I think. As we approach the moon, I do get a I, like you've pushed me there for an advantage, but I get a sensor warning. Mm. That's blaring in on like around the edges of my HUD inside my helmet. And just. At that moment. I choose to gloat. Before we resolve what happens. You made the wrong choice here. Could have left me to my fury fled you put me in a position where i know exactly what i'm about to do and i disengage thrusters and let the moon's gravity pull both of us in at a really fast pace <laughs> and like i basically last second throw all of my thrusters into spin we corkscrew you crash into the moon and like basically it destroys your mech. Uh, you want to yell your finishing your mech finishing move when you do this? Yes. Yeah, so that's four, five, six. Yeah. I scream, scream at my move, which is romantic girl dandelion. <laughs> and then like a pattern of a dandelion mm -hmm. in terms of explosion. Like fireworks made to look like a dandelion, but it's just your mech exploding. I have other places to be. Good fight, though. And I jet off. Um. Okay. Uh, our next battle, I think the front has turned somewhat mm -hmm. and our next battle takes place like on a terrestrial planet 
whose gravity is like fairly immense. But it's where we have a military installation. OK, and yeah, I think we're mechs don't operate well within the gravity well of the planet. Mm -hmm. So it's like armor and tanks and that sort of stuff. OK, yeah. And I think like we're attacking a strategic military fortification. Right. Um, I specifically am the armor that I use. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, OK, with this military installation. Because of the higher gravity, are people are, are you able to do? Um, atmospheric flight. I think it's like. I think specifically our planes were not designed for something like that. No, I think we built a space elevator mm -hmm. to take us far enough out of the gravity well. That we have like a space station. Right, but that, all of that the we munitions. access. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, so I think. <clears throat> I think we drop pod in. And I have a squad of um, like three, three other people with me. Only um, the paint job that's on my mech or on my armor is like the exact same paint as was on somber piece. The mech. So it's like it differentiates me from the rest of the troops. And technically, I am now Legion Commander. 2962. I've been promoted. You went from LT to LC. So are you ready? Uh, are we ready to start this fight? Yeah. I arrive with my squad outside of the base and I go, get on a loudspeaker. Equity, I know you're there. We have unfinished business. And then I wait. Just out of cannon um, range. <sighs> Hesitation. OK, so we both advance. Um. I so um I think there is a long silence. LT. And here I thought you forgot about me on that moon. It's Legion Commander now. My apologies. I'd recommend you leave. Set a threat. You may win the battle. But we will win the war. So you said. Next roll. Failure. Hesitation. <laughs> um, player who rolled failure advances failure by one. The player who rolled hesitation answers this prompt. Your dance partner makes a mistake. Describe how. You made the 
very first and most cardinal mistake of being in a base, which is leaving the base. Yeah. Um. I think, like, after our conversation, I, I think our conversation continues as we left off. So are you coming or not? It didn't take your kind for cowards. And that gets you steamed. Yeah. Um, and, um, so these are like bunkers. They're very rounded, very like bubbly. And, um, you see my armor suit. Um, and it, it doesn't emerge from the base of one of the bunkers. It emerges from the very pinnacle. And there's a giant crimson and gold flag blowing from a point on a like like a lance, like a straight up lance. Mm -hmm. And I jet forward. Not flying, but like. Hovering. And I accelerate very quickly coming down off the dome. And moving I think toward you. The the mistake that you make there is a straight line flight because you expect honorable single <laughs> combat. And my squad just opens fire. Nice. Big old success. So I move my success track. Well, you move failure. your failure track. And I think the squad just lights you the fuck up. Like, mm -hmm. you're getting crossfire from three directions. It, like, the feint is near impossible. Like, someone is always tracking you between the four of us. You know, we've got you wazdied in. <laughs> and... I don't think you take a ton of damage as you hover towards us, but I think you take like nominal damage where there's a little bit of sparking. And I'd like to introduce you to my new squad. I think that'll make this fight a little bit more interesting, don't you? You can quit back if you like. There's no response. Rolling. Oh my god. Failure. I also rolled a failure. So it's a okay. tie, we advance one. I am now in tension. I am also in tension. At three. At five. Um, you enter tension. When you enter tension, area to say, depending on your phase, recount what secrets you still keep. This scene is not really me recounting secrets out loud, but I think there's like a there's a flashback. Mm -hmm. And I'm even younger than I was in the last flashback. Um, 
the this is from my perspective like first person view this whole thing rather than third person so like I think because my brother is there's a this is a this is a secret about this civilization is that there's a right that happens when you hit 15 where you get your you get your loadout helmet and my brother is turning 15 tomorrow so for the first time you see one of our faces it's just a regular ass human like a earth human and he like excitedly runs down the hallway Nasai, 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 tomorrow's my helmet day. This is so exciting. I get to join the military after that, and then we can we can work on freeing people, work on bringing people liberation. The right to believe how they want to believe. Nasai, this is the most exciting day of my life. I can't believe it's coming tomorrow. And that moment flashes before my eyes and I shift back into battle more determined than ever because there's my secret my name and also that we're just regular humans ready for the next roll? no I'm in tension Oh, you got to resolve your tension. What's your secret? I hear the secrets that you keep. Under 1,000 trees can equity ring freely. Was never supposed to be in combat. Um... His father and his father's father, particularly his father, is a high enough rank that I should have been excused from combat. Because only, only those of like lower social castes are conscripted. <laughs> um, I demanded to be allowed to join the Corps because I knew otherwise I could never live up to my family's name. I should be like in a court right now chatting with some baronet. But I'm here. Um, okay. Shall we dance? I think we should, yes. <clears throat> failure. Also failure. Okay. Um, I think I finally crash into you. 
yes, I think this is the moment where like it becomes hand to hand combat again. Yeah. And like you grab me, but like I'm coming with such speed. I flip you over and like I'm grinding against the dirt, but it's mm -hmm. enough that like your squad doesn't want to fire on okay, us. OK, so you basically hit me with a Canadian destroyer is what I'm gathering. Essentially. <laughs> OK, I can with wrestle that. nerds. Um, Next dance move. Hesitation. Also a hesitation. Why don't you describe what happens that locks us in a stalemate? OK, so um, we're still. In that grapple. Mm -hmm. And I think from the position of that destroyer, so like, okay, so I think I push up onto my knees and then just like spring forward. I basically rocket boost forward and kind of go for like a spear. And we twist briefly in the air and then come crashing down next to each other. Like. Both of us getting up from prone and then we stand facing each other. My back is to my squad, so like they can't fire on us. And I. Stand down. This is my fight. But thank you. You can continue to attack the base. And they like rush forward going to attack. Success. Oh, I got to roll again. Also success. This has been your fight the whole time. As I am still like grappling with you. Mm hmm. What you showed was cowardice. What you call cowardice, I call pragmatism. Pragmatism wins fights, not honor. Says the one who bows before combat. Failure. Success. Okay, so what's... I think um, this armor still has spiked knees. It's a consistent design aesthetic that I have incorporated in every single way that I fight is these armored spiked knees. Because they're very effective at, when you get close quarters at tearing through machinery. I, I think I like punch into the basically like we're on the ground grappling and I have you in like a arm bar and then I hit. Mm -hmm. Like right in the joint between your shoulder, your torso and arm. Like multiple times, just driving the spiked knee into that joint. And like each word comes out as a single strike hits. Honor before battle. Pragmatism. During. A fight. You can decide if your army is completely destroyed or not. I, I don't think I do get to decide. 
because um i phase shift <laughs> okay then i think you take the arm off of my armor and my arm is still inside of it gruesome i love it <laughs> and like my armor engages like like an auto tourniquet and cauterization system okay so like your arm basically is lightsabered closed yeah like the metal superheats or something i think it's excruciatingly painful oh my god yes like you like i am openly screaming over comms so you exit your mech i assume or not mech you exit your armor oh except i need I, to say my special thing right Oh, right. <laughs> strike a pose and say the name of your finish move. OK, so I strike a pose. I pull out the the. The oh God, what do we call it? A laser laser axe mm -hmm. at my hip. I strike. So I think I've like kind of got you pinned into the ground. This is how it's going to work. I pull the laser axe off of my hip. And I strike a pose with it up in the air and I shout my finishing move. Axe. axe. Romantic, Romantic girl, girl dandelion, dandelion strike. strike. And I chop your arm off and it cauterizes them. with the laser axe. Yeah. I think I pass out. I think your mech opens up with you passed out. Yeah, Are you? I don't know what happens at the end of this fight, but I assume your strike is successful. It is. And I get out of my armor and I like probably shouldn't get out of my armor on a high gravity planet, huh? I stay in my armor and I actually like pick up your armor and carry it back to your base and leave it there and then basically leave to continue the fight. So your people can come get you. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Ready for the next zone? Yeah, I'm resetting. If I can get my paper clips untangled. <laughs> there we go. Um, the next scene takes place. At a treaty signing, you, your faction has successfully pushed back. Like. Severely, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's new technology or. Advanced tactics, or... it's I think it's the. The secret to the fight was that. More of the. More of the specifications that were used. They've learned to mass produce the specifications used in my mech. Which was significantly faster and better than most other mechs. It's to the point that. If it was hand to hand unarmored combat, there's a very strong chance that you would win. But I've been advantaged by the technology. Most of these fights. Um, so, um, 
like a large conference room. And signings are happening. There's photographs. There's like our leaders are there. We're there as like high ranking members. Um, notably, one arm of my uniform is folded up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the people signing the treaty. Anime fans and viewers will recognize from my flashback as the guys who murdered my brother. I think I'm there. They I'm still masked, so they don't know me. Sure. Is your mask distinguishable? I think. Yes, at a high enough rank, you're given the ability to customize your mask to make it like. And like you can tell based on the colors of my mask that it's me because I've got those exact same fucking mm-hmm. colors that I keep using. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. it's orange and blue, like like, yeah, McLaren colors again. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Uh, and so like I, it, it's very clearly me. Um, before the treaty can be signed. There's like photo opportunities, media from both systems is there, are like are there and everything like that. And I look over at you. Sorry it had to come to this. But I have business I need to finish. And I take off my mask and I say to the media that like everyone's shocked because nobody takes their fucking mask off. Right. My name is Nase Verano. My brother Yuta Verano was once the leader of this faction when these men killed him. I am here to have my revenge and take over as leader. And the guards standing behind each of the dudes who murdered my brother pull out their pistols and bam, right in the back of the head. Now we can resume negotiations, but I'll be leading. And I think that the lack of honor in this probably enrages you and you come attack me. You do this. Um, and I think. I think chaos ensues. Absolutely. Um, all of the troops that are stationed at this, all of our troops stationed at this yeah. event are my agents. I arranged it all. And all of our troops are now engaging with them because they just killed the people who are supposed to sign our peace treaty. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Th- like there's all sorts of firefighting. I step up onto the conference table mm-hmm. long. It's it's like oblong. Like, you were at the f- like a like at least seven meters. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, at okay. least. Um, you are at one far end, like where there's a podium. OK, so it's 14 meters long. Beautiful. The exact I, length of a regulation fencing piece. I stand on the table. And pull a, a what is what should be essentially a decorative saber. Mm-hmm. with my right arm and I salute you. So this is how it ends. 
I draw my say. I, I draw. Hey, I also. I everyone has a saber for this. I draw my saber. I take up position. Shall we begin? Does not matter who wins the battle. I've already won the war. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> Hesitation. Failure. Um, so advance your failure by one. Mm -hmm. Um, I describe how your dance partner makes a mistake. Let's just assume my Kappa Pharaoh is very rusty. I, yeah, so I think you are unfamiliar with my culture's sword. Okay. It has a hook on the end. And so you come in with a, like, traditional... Um, traditional earth fencing technique. So basically, lunge. Type. Yeah, like, like, yeah, you lunge in and I like, but like I come laterally. Right. So which is not how you would traditionally parry. Um, circle. OK, so you basically like do a um, a circle, a circular parry to like hook my blade and push it out of the way. And push it out of position. Yeah. Okay. Ready for another roll? Hesitation. Failure. I've rolled two ones. Advance your failure. I know. Um, I'm beginning to back you toward the edge. Mm -hmm. Like where you started. Pushing and pushing. Is this really all this came to? Is this really your plan the whole time? Personal petty revenge? Is this really all you care about? I care about more than that. I care about justice. I care about freedom for individuals. Revenge was my primary goal. But the ideology that my brother and I share, the ideology that could have prevented this war, that is what I seek. That is what my revenge is about. Hesitation. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. I'm in tension before we do that. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. It doesn't take oh, yeah, much to you get have the no tension. More, yes. Account why you can never forgive your dance partner. This is my moment of triumph. This was the moment that I was supposed to engage in good faith peace negotiations. Ones that would enable them to would enable your people to continue living prosperously instead of under the thumb of whatever Earth sphere dominion that is currently in power. This moment was when I took over for the cause of freedom and you're fucking ruining it. This is the moment when I am supposed to win. I am supposed to be the one with power. You're ruining it. That's said out loud. As we continue sword fighting. This was my moment. You've ruined it. This was the moment that I seize power 
here you are ruining that moment yet again. Only I have the power to give your people freedom and you are taking it from me. Hesitation. I rolled the only number I could have to win. That's a four. So, so it's success? a success. Uh, advance your success by one. Mm-hmm. You gain the upper hand. Describe how. I think the attacks come with a measured fury that you couldn't have anticipated. You anticipated a real... You anticipated a duel. You anticipated a fight to the death. You didn't anticipate this level of passion. It drives you back. It alarms you because... You weren't expecting this much passion in this fight. This much hatred. You stand in my way. Success. Hesitation. So I advance my success by one. Mm -hmm. Don't you understand that this could never end with you in power? Don't you understand that what you call living in peace, we would understand as living under your thumb? There is no end game with you in power. You will win the battle. We will win the war. I think you push me back again. It's kind of very back and forth. <laughs> we'll see. Success. Success. So nothing happens here. I think we just kind of continue. Well, I know. So I advance success and failure. Oh, I don't. Because it's a because it's a tie. Um, which means I hit tension. Why can you never forgive me? Because I thought you were an honorable warrior and you have proven time and again. I thought we were rivals. I thought we were the same. I thought I could relate to you. And you've broken that trust again and again. I thought you were a warrior. But you're a coward with a weapon. Do you say that out loud? Yes. What you call cowardice, I call pragmatism. Now let's continue this. I have places to be. Success. Success. <laughs> Success. Failure. Um, describe mm -hmm. your... Uh, I push you further back. Mm -hmm. And I swing my sword down and I catch the hook against the foot of, or like the lip of the podium. Mm -hmm. And I drag it, tripping you. Um, where is the hook on your sword? 
Have you seen those Egyptian swords? Uh, it's like at the very tip. It's like it's like a fish yeah, hook at the very Kopesh. end. Yeah, Cop. Thank you. Is it weird that I just knew that? Yeah. Okay. So there's still an element to it that is able to stab. Yes. Um. And so as you trip. Like, I, I think you end up on the floor and I'm still up on the table. Mm-hmm. I'm at phase shift if you want to kill me. Pragmatism is nothing in the face of true faith. Verve lens. Fake renown rose. And um, like literally throws. Like there's air like rushing past the sword mm -hmm. as he throws it downward. And it strikes straight through your heart. And you bleed in the shape of a rose. Oh, pretty. <laughs> no. No. Not yet. Ah. Yuta. No. Wait. <coughs> Wait. You wait for me? Do you come back? Do you walk to do you approach? Yeah, I think I get down on a knee next to you. I Like her hair is out of the very tight ponytail that it was in. It's like all over her face. I. Thank you. If you did not win the last encounter, answer, your spirit has been extinguished. How do you carry on? Um. Oh. The political will to continue to fight because I don't think there's any possible way that this war doesn't keep going on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think because I, I think like so what happens is the. The Earth Sphere Dominion or whatever I called it. Was. 
specifically originally arranged by the like under a political ideology represented by the idealism of my brother and knowing that that ideal isn't dead inspires so many to take up arms and continue the fight to spread freedom through the galaxy and while my spirit is extinguished that legacy does carry on in the current form of government i guess which is predominantly staffed by my loyalists if you won the second encounter answer you exceeded your kindlers expectation do they still recognize your spirit now it's important to note that my kindlers the people who kindled my spirit as per my question is listed as the men who killed my older brother yeah, so I'd say they certainly ended up recognizing your spirit. Yeah, they did. Um, and then if you won the first encounter, answer A, otherwise answer B. Um, I won the first encounter. My faction mm -hmm. advanced their goals. What did they lose as collateral? They lost their entire political leadership class. Which may or may not be a good thing. Um, actually, you know what? It explicitly is a good thing. The people who were in power had used my brother's assassination as like a false flag type thing to seize their own power and consolidate power in the Diet and had basically turned into like a pseudo fascist state not even straight up fascist state. Um, so the f my sub faction within my faction happens to have been loyalists to the cause of freedom. And maybe my passion was flawed. The men who followed me truly believe. And they end up actually, despite the conflict continuing, they end up actually being pretty good politicians, all things considered. You know, they deliver the promises of our political ideology to the people. Get to answer B now. Your faction sustained heavy losses. What did they manage to salvage? I think we salvaged our identity. Because while you and your faceless Diet like rule with authority we continue with our tradition I think a large part of that is 
due to my political influence. Hmm. In that you may lose the war, eventually you lose the war, right? But member planets in the Earth Sphere Dominion. It's actually okay. It's actually the Earth Sphere Commune now. Been changed. No longer mm -hmm. a Dominion. The Earth Sphere Community. That's what it's called. The Earth Sphere Community member planets are given complete autonomy as long as they respect the established rules of the community, which include things like universal health care and a bunch of like universal child care, um, you know, mandatory conscription still because it's space and we have to fight wars. Uh, but you are allowed to preserve your own culture as long as military members wear the mask. So that was, uh, that was a game, huh? Yeah. Pyrewaltz. An experience. I mean, to give the fall title, Pyrewaltz, love is coming again. Which I think offers a whole new perspective on what just happened. Yeah, that was, that was so much fun. Oh my god. It's a very good game. That was a very good game. So, um, with all that said and done, uh, we'll see you next month, patrons. Bye. Be gay. Pilot Max. Be gay. Aw, Pilot Max. Bang. Under 10,000 Trees Can Equity Ring Freely was played by Erica Belsas, who can be found at Belsas on Twitter or twitch.tv forward slash Belsas. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. -A -A LT was played by Kathleen Bader, who can be found at Kat Selesnia on Twitter. And you can check out the games she designs at catselesnia.itch.io. Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's Media production. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider backing us at patreon.com forward slash Sosa's Media. If you're already a backer, a sincere thank you from all of us. The intro and outro music in this podcast was Neon Laser Horizon by Kevin McLeod. The music during play was Swan Song by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com to learn more. The game you heard played in this podcast was Pyrewaltz, Love is Coming Again by Soup. It can be found in the Ultimate Micro RPG Book, a collection of 40 fast, easy, fun role-playing games edited by James D'Amato. Until next time, lose the battle.
but win the war. Bye.